Yesterday, McCall and I started having some discussions about catching a not good person. Yeah. We have a work thief. And we're not alone. AJ McCall on VFX is the poll of the day revealed almost two-thirds of people know or suspect that they have a work thief in their place of work. Ooh. So wow. The question, I spitballing theories on how to catch them, I think was a good thing because there's yeah. plenty of people who had them. And the most common thing taken was pins, pens, of course. Duh. Totally understandable. Right. But, you know, producer Butter seemed, uh, I got to tell you, we talked about it in the after show, he just seemed kind of, he acknowledged there is one. Yeah. But he seemed kind of, eh. You know, but that's the thing. Producer Butters has been working here for a hot minute. Yeah. So he's like, whatever. I, he just, he they knows come, the precautions. they go. He knows the precautions. They come, they eat, they leave. You just don't like, leave anything. Yeah. Basically. I had a thought, though. Just why I pack everything out. That's what you do. All of the stuff, all of the time. No, I had a thought, though, because. So most recently, there was the Diet Coke. That was a big one we were discussing yesterday. Right, and then there right. was like a personal mixer thing. Right. Little so bottle thing. My theory has not to do with the mixer, but I think in general, I think that the work crime rate is lower Agreed. when the community cam jar, uh, candy, uh, jar. candy jar yeah. is full. Because even though we have the Diet Coke taken, the community candy jar has been filled for the last couple of weeks. And I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot of food or anything's disappeared. Nobody's talked about something coming out of the fridge. Because the last thing, really, I think was your, was a pork chop. Yeah. And the candy jar was it empty. Just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. But now there's I candy. I feel like there's a direct correlation. Now there's candy. I feel like the crime rate, a little bit lower. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. I think, I think, I think you're onto something. So. If you could connect the dots, I think if we could, you know, ask just set the, up a we'll just set up a video camera up there. That's I'm sure we can. Super but, high tech. I was just going to ask the, oh. the lady that works up there, but we could do yeah, both. That's, that's, that's fine. That's more reasonable. Because I the IE the person who uses the candy jar the most would seem like a likely suspect. Probably. So, I can I can think of a human being that I think may if, so we're, if we're deducing from there. We got these like mini Tootsie Pops up there now. Everybody loves them. Our intern Micah loves them. Yeah. There's a bunch of salespeople I feel like always have them in their mouth. Right. I don't like Tootsie Pops, but. My dad always. <laughs> story front of, time. Front office banging. I used to, I when I used to work at the bank, obviously we always had like the dum-dums. Right, and of so course. so I'd always yeah. eat dum-dums. Fair. But uh, I never really liked suckers because my dad told me, well, what happens if you trip? Why would you say that? I mean, that could happen. I was like five. Yeah, why I don't would know. You That's say that always been like in my brain. So I've never really liked suckers. How long? I, I don't think the sticks are that long. I think you'll be all right. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I think you'll be okay. Like, I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. Also, you have time. I don't think you're following me. You have time to like turn your head, spit the sucker out. I don't know. I cannot believe you'd say that to a five year old. Anyway, that's so I don't really like suckers. Uh, that, that you know, scarring pain yeah. makes total sense. McCall's got mental scars. No suckers for her. Yep, got yep, it. Yep. Yep. Fair. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I you can't say you can't say that a five year old. May we happily introduce you to the AJ and McCall show's newest game on VFX. Know your horn. Beep beep. Now, if you remember, <laughs> the two things you had to be able to do. You had to be in a car. Yep. And you had to be able to call us. Yep. So those were the two things. Let's find out who's playing. Utah's VFX. Who's this? It's Brad. Hey. I just love a gift card. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. You have to roll down your window and honk yeah. your horn. And if McCall and I can guess the type and make of your car based on the horn honk, you win the Westside gift card outright. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, are you ready? I'm going to roll it down. I'm going to switch you guys off my Bluetooth. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, so there definitely seem to be some some. <laughs> there, de- there definitely seem to be some oomph to that, McCall. I'm hearing some oomph. I'm hearing some horn honk oomph. So let's nail this down. SUV, truck, or car? Uh, I'm gonna go with car. Car. Okay. Uh, sporty sedan. What do you feel? Hatchback. Uh, uh, you know, I I know Brad, so I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it's probably the, on the sporty end of things. Sporty side. However, it may be it's raining, so it may be a truck. I don't know. You just said car. Now you're back. It's raining. <laughs> okay. Now there's literally no help here. So because if it's decision. a truck, if it's a truck, as we all know, I have no idea. So I what, also what have are we no going idea. with? What are we going with? Uh, uh. I'm gonna go with sporty. We're gonna go with car. <laughs> We're gonna guess car. 
Okay. We're going to guess car. What kind of car? I'm going to go with the Chevy Camaro. Chevy Camaro. All right. Final answer, because, you know, what do I know? Is it a Chevy Camaro, Brad? It is not. Ah, oh, crap! No! Well, no gift card for Brad! <laughs> I am at work, so I'm in my work truck. Oh, I was right. I was right. It was a truck. <laughs> I asked you at the beginning what it was. <laughs> crap! <laughs> All right, Brad. Unfortunately, do we take another guess? No, McCall oh, doesn't sorry. know anything about cars. I can say That's that okay. safely. Thank you for playing. Know your horn. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. This is my new favorite game because I actually am not on trial for being the one that didn't know what it was. Because oh. McCall totally biffed it up. Hey, we it's all not heard my it. bad. We I'm all sorry. I'm sorry. It's not like it was the greatest of audio to go with. I asked you at the beginning, truck, car, SUV, and you're like, car. Wait, I was right the whole time. Truck. What kind of revisionist history is that? AJ held me back. I want to say truck. He was like, no, 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 it's a car. I said none of the things. Sorry. Check your spark converters, McCall. Jeez. My spark converters. VFX's new favorite game, Know Your Horn. Beep, beep. How long do you think it's going to take us to get that first one right? I don't know, man. Probably going to take us a minute. Yeah, because... I'm, I'm going to guess... If we combine your knowledge of cars with my knowledge of cars, we have exactly your knowledge of cars. Which is not much, really. Yeah. It is not... Yeah. It is not very many knowledges. Precisely <laughs> less than two. I hope... Should have asked Brad. Didn't think about it. AJ McCall at VFX. I hope... He was around some people. Not oh, that I, I wanted to too. get into a skirmish no, or no, no, anything. No. Of course not. But I just I just hope It's kinda of fun. That he made he made someone go What? What's that dude honking at? Why are you honking at me, bruh? It's our new weekly game. We didn't win the nobody won the first time, but it's only the first time. That's right. So be listening next week for that cue to call to play Know Your Horn. So we found out yesterday we've got a, a bum on the show and a Martha Stewart. Oh, because we one of us likes one of us likes name brand and, and makes everything at home from candles and and jams and oh, we gosh. and we store them on we have them on shelves with neat little bow ties around the mason jars. Three guesses. Who? Stop it. Beezer Lock and Key debated eight with AJ McCall on VFX. So no generic to McCall, which to me is crazy. No, no. <sighs> Generic, all name brand. Whatever. It's Which fine. to me, so if you're talking about saving money, it would make sense that the answer to what can you make at home versus what do you buy at the store, right? We make it at home because you're trying to save money across the board. But somehow it seems like it tracks that name brand and make at home would go hand in hand. So what do you make at home, McCall, that you won't buy at the store? Uh, lots of food. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I like to buy the higher end stuff because I like to cook. And so right. I like to make things like I'll make my own sauces. So that's fair. Pasta sauce. McCall's very high about that. She keeps lecturing me on it. It's so easy. Freak. It's literally so easy. Inconsequentially. You just just mix it. Okay. You make a roux. Then you well, put a little cream in. <laughs> Let the record show again. James tried to make his Delicious. own deta- laundry detergent once. Didn't turn out so well. Well, good thing I'm not consuming laundry detergent. I'm just consuming food. <laughs> I wasn't suggesting food. you consume it. I was just pointing out, making it home doesn't always work. You just, you get really good at it. You okay. just figure it out. In all honesty, here's a here's another one. Tiffany said cookies. She's never had good store-bought cookies. Would you factually back that statement? Because I think that's, I mean, uh, I, I'm sorry that's the case, Tiffany. I just feel like there are some good store-bought cookies. Uh, Sounds like you have support. If you go to like specialty cookie bakeries sure but they're so i really like pumpkin chocolate chip cookies and pumpkin chocolate chip cookies Mm. they make it like kent's are really good um i like them okay i can eat an entire package of pumpkin chocolate chip cookies and i will buy them but other than that i will basically make my own cookies Becca tweeted us. She said, syrup. Once I learned how cheap and yeah. easy it is to make, I never bought another bottle it's, of Log Cabin or Mrs. Butterworth. It's so simple. I do syrup. I'll do like not jam, but like different flavored syrups. 
that makes sense. Like a like raspberry yes. syrup and different flavored syrups is not a concept I think most people are foreign. Well, to. you can do that, and then you can thicken it up, so then it creates like almost a jam. So it's good. <laughs> Good stuff. Wendy's, was there something you prefer to make at home versus buy at the store? I'm really into baking, so I do a lot of um, cupcakes and things like that. I would rather make them myself because I feel like they taste a lot better than some store-bought stuff. And it's it's easy for me, so it's not, you know, too far out my... It's not too much trouble, basically, so... And on the the other side, is there something you would never make, only buy at the store? Trying to just find pre-bought, like pre-made meals, and then just making them at home Such is a, a lot easier favorite. for me than trying to come up with stuff from scratch. Yeah, McCall. Yeah, us <laughs> normal people have to save time. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's just me because I I work in a food job, so when I get home, right. the last thing that's... I want to do is right. That totally makes sense. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I I feel that too. Now that Ashley and I are on the like end of college, uh, place where. You don't just buy like the frozen chicken nuggets and stuff, which I reverted back to after I left college with my roommate. Right. But you buy stuff and then you know enough, Ashley does, that you can add things to it to actually make it a better meal. Like, you know, you can add some spices here and take something that was basic and voila, it looks much voila. more fancy than it originally was. Sure. I know. You cook. You make your own sausage. You bottle your own jams. You're basically Martha Stewart. I got it. Whatever. I got it. Just I'm do my with house it. basically. I'm with Martha next thing Stewart. you know, your next thing's gonna mess. you're gonna finish the house. You're like, now I'm making soaps downstairs. My aunt does that, so no. Um, stop it. I make my own organic dog food. No, that is too much. That is too much. Uh, uh not a thing, huh? Not a thing. No, there's a lot of stuff that I'll just buy at the store. I guess. I don't know. Bread? <laughs> I don't want to make that. It's oh, take too long. Just for now. Takes far too long. Soon she's going to build her own grain mill, and then she'll be like, oh, bread is so easy to make. I, you know what it's it is? That's the ne- I got it. That's the next appliance you're going to get. You're going to get a bread maker. You're like, it's really so easy <laughs> to make your bread at home. I would never get a bread maker. I just put it in the oven. Trust me, I know how to make bread. I just don't do it. I'm sorry. My, I miss. How I missed step. I wow, how dare you? I know. How appalling. <sighs> you have a bomb and Martha Stewart running the show on VFX. Oh, my gosh. bad. You know, between you and my best friend back home, you, it's your meal prep is normally what I get pictures of. My best friend back home loves his smoker. Yesterday, he like prepared pounds upon pounds of meat and he sent his picture, which I don't mind. But it's between the two of you, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm virtually cooking with you. I got it. See, I do that. Usually when I use my smoker, I'll send you and producer Butters a text. However, you know, it's been raining. So like that kind of ruined my plans because today I was going to make pork chops out on my smoker and I cannot make pork chops because it's going to be raining. Look, I'll give you an idea. Today's a soup kind of day. That's what Ashley and I are going to have. I think I'm just going to make pork chops inside my house. Man, how how could you do it without the smoker outside? <sighs> Tough being you, huh, McCall? I just really like I really like them when they're smoked. It's okay. VFX. Florida not. Let us get the three headlines. McCall, right into it today. Okie dokie. We got headline number one, which involves a guy trying to get away. That happens a lot in Florida not. He's trying to, to get be away. Honest. To be honest. Getting arrested by throwing a can of White Claw at the cops. Catch. There's like nothing in it. It's, seltz- it's disgusting. Disgusting. There's story one. Story number two. Some lady hit and injured a 12-year-old boy. Wow. And she sued him. On what grounds? Uh, because he scratched her car. What? <laughs> Priorities, people. She won. There's story two. What? Story number three. Cops are looking for a guy who stole seven bottles of wine by stuffing them down his pants. Clearly he got away because the cops are trying to find him. I'm not saying... Wow, really? That's that's impressive. Like, is Jinko jeans, like, popular with criminals? I think Jinko jeans must be coming back, yeah. Because, I mean, who's got the space? Uh, Nobody. Also, it didn't get by me. You snuck in that lady one. I... Well, I'm not saying we need to pick story number two, but we absolutely need to hear more about story number two, because what kind of crap is that? AJ McCall's Florida Not on VFX, and Leah, I mean this in the most respectful way possible. But how many bottles of wine do you think you can fit in your pants right now? None. 
Precisely. I, I, the how, same. Like, how is this dude stealing? How many? Seven. Seven. Seven like, bottles of wine. Seven bottles of wine. At one point. Well, you know, back when I was a girl, there were many bottles. Is that what it was? <laughs> Maybe I didn't yeah. think about that. I guess I guess it says a lot about me that I was like full size bottles. Yeah. Okay. That, no, <laughs> that's no, good bottles. perspective. Wait. Yeah, I like that you can think differently than yeah. I. I, th- I like our chances. Now. I do too. Okay. <laughs> Leah and I got this. She's, Perfect. She's got a different outlook on it. things. Awesome. Three full we, stories. Oh yeah. Please. Story number one. Some guy pulled a knife on a hotel clerk on Sunday. So then they call the cops because you know. Reasonable. Uh, hello. I would do the same. Also, I don't know why you'd be pulling a knife on a hotel clerk. It's not like they really have access to a ton of cash because they don't run off of cash anymore. They run off oh, of credit cards. Credit cards because they got to make sure if you break right. stuff you right. know you bring a knife in right they can charge you for it anyway he then threw a can of white claw at the cops when they tried to arrest him he missed because he had been drinking the, the other white claws in the building and they <laughs> caught him and he got arrested on several charges he was thinking well there's no laws when you're drinking claws so there's... if i throw one this becomes a no law zone so there's a no laws when you're drinking claws there is also no aim when you're drinking claws there's story one he had to drink like 50 of those things. There's nothing. Or, or one. Story number two. Some lady hit and badly injured a 12-year-old kid on a bike with her car. Right. And, you know, not okay. No. Not okay at all. I'm waiting for the next part. The thing that really gets me, much later in life, quote unquote, his family has now been ordered to pay $1,300 in damages because his bike scratched her car. She hit him. She hit with him. With the car. How she did, did. How did she win? She did. Uh, anyway, the she's she's how? alleging that the young boy had broken traffic regulation, which states that minors under the age of 14 can only ride their bikes on pavement and bike paths and not on the road. Man, okay, uh, so here's the deal. Maybe. But if, if, if it's a scratch and you hit a kid, yep. I think it says a lot about you that you're like, nah, I'm in the right. Pay up, kid. Let's go. Yep. Piggy bank right here. Thirteen seventy-five is what she was awarded That's in damages. Ridiculous. Now I'm curious how much she had to. I'm sure she had to pay initially because you know you hit a kid. So she left it I, on there yeah. as a mark. She's like, I'm. Oh no, this ain't done. Yeah. we ain't done with this. Yep. So there's story two, and then we got story number three. Cops are looking for a guy who stuffed seven bottles of wine into his pants at a wine store and stole them. Okay, now Leah made a good oh point. Oh my gosh! Could have been many bottles. Okay, um, mm, mm, it could not- have been many bottles, or he could have been wearing overalls. Yeah, well, I'm okay. wearing overalls. Overalls. Oh, okay, McCall's. Well, we I know can't we fit figured it out. In these. McCall's gonna steal wine later. The wine was worth seven hundred and ninety-four dollars. He stole some nice. Oh, good grief! Yeah, oh, good he, grief he is right. Work in. Oh, good grief! Man, that's a that is a lot. Okay, so that to me makes it go from a crime of the moment to like. Premeditated. This was, now this because, was during three separate trips. Oh, he but, stole seven bottles oh, over three trips. Still okay, being said that that still being said, those are as an average of two bottles per trip. It is two bottles per two and a third bottles per trip. Yeah, well, that's impressive if you can steal a third of a bottle, but you know, just drink it as you're on your so way you out. Only get seven instead of eight. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Well, the, man, he was at some point he was either just rushing or inefficient. Oh, I could have fit in three. There could have been nine. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. I think it's premeditated because he he knew what the nice ones were. Hundred bucks a bottle's it's a nicer bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. He knew what he was doing. What, oh, yeah. what do you think it is, Leah? Because one is dumb, but eh. two is just <sighs> mean. Yeah, but you know, okay. Because I was thinking initially too, but let let's be honest. There's just there's just mean people all over the place. I don't think that one's outrageous. It's it's insane, but I don't think that was outrageous where you could be like, that's just Florida. There's just mean people everywhere. Be like, yeah, I don't care if I hit a kid or not. He scratched my car. Yeah, but I gotta I gotta confess, guys. My mom is from Florida. I know Florida. Oh, okay. You got advantage. So what do you oh. think then? I'll take. I'll I'll trust you, know, you on this. And and because of that, I would go with number two. You want number two? I really think number two because there's a lot of uh, older people there. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I'd say two. Okay. Leah's mom is from Florida, so she knows. And what she knows is that story number two is from Florida. It's not. I'm so no! sorry. That one happened okay. in Russia. Really? In Russia? That's wow. what I said. All going international. Yep. I'm sorry. Wow. I, wow. Well, I'm going to have to listen and find out which one it was then. 
Please do, Leah. And, of course, don't forget, you can always play Florida Not every weekday at 6.50 on VFX. Sounds great. Have a great day. You too. What does it say that the person whose mom's from Florida didn't get it right? Uh, I don't know. Russia, McCall, really? Russia? Look, it's that's, not my fault that's that low. this low. lady did a weird lawsuit. Now, the person who had a Florida mom was unable to get the right answer this first time around on Florida Not on VFX, which to most would give us pause. But, Jim, the odds are in our favor because obviously we've only got two stories, a 50 50 shot. So we're going to get this. You ready? You got this? Okay. All right. Yeah. Conference. Perfect. Let's just do it. Awesome. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a guy who tried to pull a knife on a hotel clerk. So then the hotel clerk. Called the cops and was like, hey, what up? This guy's crazy. The cops showed up. He threw a can of White Claw at the cops. Missed. He got arrested. And then they uh, took him away on several charges. Quote, unquote. Assault several with charges. barely an alcoholic drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he also no got arrested with the claws. making terroristic threats. Okay. Uh, okay. He already does make terrible decisions in his life. He yeah. drinks White Claws. Oh, boy. And then story number two, deputies looking for a man who is accused of stuffing seven bottles of wine down his pants at a wine store to steal them. This now, is the important detail. Worth how much? The wine in total is $794, which means it's $113.43, basically. Everyday schmoes. Not a bad bottle of wine. He did this during three separate trips. That makes it, I mean, makes much more sense, makes it much less impressive. I was I was amazed when it was like, how do you fit seven bottles in your pants? I, like my baggy sweatpants, I can maybe. But the problem is, is then you got to like maybe strap four. it to your calves. Yeah, but then you're, and then you got to do like the, you got to break like out the, the cowboy tape. walk. Right, right. Where you're just like, shh, <laughs> You start losing weight, and then your your pants start falling down. That, so you gotta you, know, that you gotta swag out. <laughs> anyway, well, either or. There you go. Story one, story three. <laughs> All right, Jim. Which one do you think it is? I'm gonna go with story number three. Okay. See, that's what I was thinking initially too. But you know, when when Leah said, "I got a you know mom from Florida," like, "All right, well, you have way more expertise than I do." So I, I was thinking three initially as well. So McCall, is it story number three? It Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. We got the hookups for you to win a gift card to Johnny O. Spudnuts. So exciting. Free food is always a win. Yeah, it is. Now, for Florida Not, occasionally we have bonus Florida Not on That's VFX. Right. And uh, just just two words. Just two words. Pickle Bandit. Two words. Pickle Bandit. Pickle Bandit. No, no. There's some Rick and Morty fans out there like, Pickle Rick. No, nope, no, no. No, we're AJ not there McCall yet. AJ McCall VFX. Now, I think it's very important to start with, McCall, what are your opinions on pickles? Because I feel like your I'll perspective on pickles changes your attitudes to the story. I love them. You love them. I love them. Well, they're good. Only the dill pickles, though. <laughs> Bread and butter pickles are gross. I don't know why somebody was like, oh, you know what's a good idea? Mm, sweet pickles. No, you weirdo. <laughs> so, yeah. In a specific neighborhood, someone keeps leaving pickles all over their properties. What? And I quote from one of the residents, I've seen large pickles smushed in the street. I've had pickles uh, in my yard. Everybody uh, gets pickled. Appalling. Are you kidding? Evidence of a pickle bed includes dill spears tossed in driveways, whole gherkins on front steps, and pickle chips strewn on sidewalks. This is, this is uncalled for. <laughs> the injustice that is being done to pickles. Yeah, that's what I thought she's going to say. No, seriously, stop smashing pickles into yards. Hello? Now, I don't know if there's any, like, if there's any, like, uh, nutrient value for, like, the field, the crop. If you smash pickles into it, I don't know if it, like, reinforces the soil. <laughs> or if y'all are just being a bunch of, like, jerks. And I quote, the still unidentified pickle bandit seemingly likes to target several houses at a time, but otherwise seems pretty random Mm -hmm. and still at large. And this is happening in New Jersey. (laughs) What up, Jersey? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Only some of them are smashed. Not that you would eat them off the ground, McCall, necessarily, but only some of them Mm -mm. are smashed. Mm -mm. Like, this goes back to my story yesterday 
that I told about a friend. Now, this friend happened to uh, get a hold of a couple of bags of cereal. Yes. And they uh, became cereal man, was what they called themselves. And they would strew cereal through the streets uh, of my little neighborhood. And they would put it all over the yards. And he would go and, quote, cereal people's yards. It's like when people fork yards, you know? Did you never have anybody that forked yards? No, I just had a group. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to say what my group of friends That's say, a good idea. I, I, we're coming up on a firework time. I don't anybody know what they nope, did. Nope, that is a very, <laughs> very good idea. A trick. No, I don't, know, I don't know anything about forking yards. You just, so you get like the plastic forks. I've never done this, by the way. I, I have always been afraid to like commit any sort of anything that would potentially Besides. hold me back from running for a political party <laughs> in the future. I'm not kidding. Besides I was like TPing a house though, right? I never did that. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. no, I gotcha. never did no, 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 it. No, no, my mom it. told me that if I wanted to, she'd be my getaway driver, I gotcha. but I never did it. I gotcha. Anyway, so I had friends that used to do this lovely little thing. So you'd get a bunch of plastic forks right. and you just go out in the yard and you stab them in the ground and then you break off the handle. You didn't hang out with the most creative people, did you? I didn't hang out with anybody, but like I didn't hang out with like very delinquents. Oh. Apparently, clearly, people told me we were call. heathens. It's no fine. <laughs> the heathens grow up to be the cool people. No wonder they she... go to jail. I don't really know. One of our friends <laughs> is in jail. So no wonder she's in charge of Florida, not eh? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. AJ <Yep. laughs> McCall on VFX. Uh, two of the more important things in life that everyone strives for, love and career. And marriage. No, not, not married with children. Sorry. They're two of the things that you strive for, right? Right, right. You are constantly working on those as sort of the pillars of life. But what happens when you only get to pick one? Oh. Something everyone works for, some things everyone works for. Two of the foundational pillars of hopefully successful life is your soulmate. Sure. And your calling. Sure. AJ McCall at VFX. Maybe you work on a bit by bit. Maybe you work on one. Hopefully lock that in place and kind of just structure the rest of your life as you go. But I think I I don't know that anyone would disagree. Those are two very important things. Right. Of course. But what happens when they're pitted against each other? Ooh. That's would what you we're doing rather, today? Yeah. Would you rather Wednesday? Ah. Would you rather find your soulmate or your calling? So this presents an interesting scenario because one of my uh, mind-melting questions, right? because I have a series of them that I just collect. and He likes to ask people just so that they stop talking to him. <laughs> Sometimes. But the question is, there's two of them actually that relate completely to this. Uh-huh. Do you think that there is just one person that is the perfect match for you, or do you think there is a handful, two handfuls of people that with, you know, relationship adjustments work together, you'll be perfect, you'll be more than happy with and for the calling one do you think there's something that you're immensely naturally talented you're the world's best but you may never find it because you never try it like i may be the world's best baton twirler but i'm never gonna get a just never gonna have a baton so i'll never know why why don't you just try two things to ponder yeah they're good to try two things but they they fit totally because if you think yes on any one of them it would alter your answer because if you think there's one true soulmate Mm -hmm. but you think there's things maybe Maybe there's jobs you could do that aren't necessarily your calling, but you think you could enjoy. Well, then you take the one versus the many because right. it's one versus multiple options. Right. And vice versa. Right. So what do you believe? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think that there's I think that there's <laughs> a lot of uh, like when it comes to calling specifically, I think there's a lot of things. And maybe this is maybe this is ignorant of me and maybe this is going to come across as like very pompous and I don't mean for it to be. But I feel like if I commit to something, I can get really good at it basically with anything that I've ever tried to pick up if I commit to it. I think I think ideally, I think a lot of people would agree with you. There yeah. may be things that you probably enjoy more, but I I tend to lean that there might be something that right. you have a natural talent for. Of but I think there's a lot of things of you could do of and enjoy. I, I agree. And then I, I also think uh, along the lines of like soulmates, um, it's really a difficult question because it's very like philosophical. And it so is. you get like really deep with it. The other factors is what? Seven billion people on the planet. Right. Realistically, how many people are you actually going to meet in your life? 10,000? Right. Maybe. Um. 
I think realistically, if I'm going to choose for Would You Rather Wednesday, my answer is going to be I would choose Soulmate. I don't know if that counts because like, honestly, I feel like so cheesy, so cheesy, but I feel like Dustin and I totally are soulmates, but I also feel like we've worked towards it. <laughs> if that makes sense. Hey, I mean, it's, you define it how you define it. I think a lot of people would define it as it's a perfect match, but I think yeah. that's also an oxymoron in terms of relationships. Right. I think because most you people can't think no just be like, just, right. It can't just be like, boom, way. done. We have this perfect match and everything's great and you never have to work at it and you never have to practice and you never have to like try yeah. and be better in your relationship. It's a little bit oxymoron. Totally not the case, but I honestly think that like Dustin and I are soulmates and that's just how it is. So that's what I would pick 100% because if I never find my calling in life, that's okay. I can find something that I'm going to love and continue to do it. I think I would pick soulmate too because I think it's, I think very rarely, I think absolutely, you can't have a great job and a terrible home situation. Absolutely not. But you can deal with a lot of crap if you have a great home situation. Correct. So I'm going to go with soulmate as well because I feel like if, if stuff's good at home, yep. it's easy to just disconnect from the rest and be like, that's work, leave work at work, come home, I'm happy at home. Yep. Though early lead, calling. I'm curious if those people that where we have our early leads so far, I'm curious if y'all already think that you have your soulmate. And so now you're like, okay, cool. Bank on it. We're going to stay in this relationship. And then it's a fair question. You go find your calling. It's a fair question. I don't know. I, there's a lot. It, if it's this one is really interesting because there's, again, right. there's a lot of philosophies. It is. It is. And, and there's a lot like if you think mm-hmm. maybe if I find my calling, I'll find my soulmate. As possible, too. Uh, in relationships, I don't know about jobs, but in relationships, it seems to me, and I've seen it work for myself and others, if you ain't looking for it, you're going to find it. Yep. You looking for it, not going to find it. Yep. Seems how it works in relationships. It, I, was, I was literally listening, kind of funny, I was listening to uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad this morning on my way into work, and it actually says in there, stop looking, you're going to find it. Yeah. Like, boom. Just... But, the less hard you look, <laughs> the easier it is to find. Would you rather find your soulmate? Or you're calling Utah's VFX, all social media. Now, it's not new for me to want to quote something and then for it to fall on deaf ears. But for some reason this week, I've wanted to quote things and then it turns into a 15-minute explanation between me and McCall. And also me and Producer Butters because I've worked with two people who have seen approximately four and a half movies together. So, I've got something new. The only way I could complain, which I'm definitely going to do, but I have to have a solution as well. So, there's a new test for McCall that I think will start to solve my problems, hopefully. Now, if you've been paying attention to the after show, which you definitely should oh, this yeah. week, especially because we've got Lava Hot Springs tickets. Surprise! AJ McCall at VFX. You've noticed it's been especially painful for me because I've tried to quote uh, or tried to reference uh, Bicentennial Man, The Patriot, off the top of my head. And what it ends up turning to is me explaining it because I don't want to say it and then... Leave it because then I leave a bunch of people hanging. Yeah. And it's been extremely frustrating. I'm really sorry. Nobody watches movies besides me, apparently, on VFX. Yep. AJ McCall on VFX. In fact, it led to uh, someone who left this message. <laughs> uh, <laughs> called him back. Nick did. and wanted to hear what he had to say, but Nick was saying something about uh, quotes. So, Nick, w- what was it again? Oh no! It's painful to hear you hear you have to explain it to these people because I don't know I don't know how they haven't seen these movies. I don't know what they were doing when they were growing up. But I spent most of my time watching movies and like and there's something you have to see. How do you how yeah. have you not seen some of these movies? You know, I am really very much sheltered growing up, and also um, I'm only 26, so <laughs> that's no excuse. Thank you. I'm glad to have some support. Thank you, Nick. Okay. So we got to have a conversation with him. So here's the deal. It's called an IQ test. Great. I quote test. Got it. So I have pulled up something. Now, I, I feel like I started using because I'm pretty sure you've seen this movie. But to be honest, it's a little bit more of a subtler quote, I feel like. So you have to think about it. But I think you've seen this movie. Okay. Also, it's between two people. So keep that in mind. Uh. Okay. Here's the scene. Put your hand down. You smiling. Yes. Yes, sir. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Football's fun. Aww. Fun, sir. It's fun. fun. Yes. Does it remember the Titans? <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. I, I thought that you'd I seen it, but I picked something movie. a little bit more subtle because I wasn't Panettiere sure. Peyton Panettiere was in that, and I loved her growing up. 
Um, I loved that. Oh, fantastic movie. I want to go watch it again. I'm, I happen to hit on one of the, the four movies that McCall has seen. Yeah. Here's the exact full part that I had pulled out. Put your hand down. You smiling? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Football's fun. Fun, sir. Fun, sir. It's fun. Yes. You sure? I think so. Now you're thinking. First you smile, then you think. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh... Well, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is uh, it? No, not by now. No, it's not fun anymore. No. Not even a little bit. Uh, no. Make up your mind. No, no. Think. Since you're thinking, now go on. Think. No, is no. it fun? No, sir. No. No, sir. Absolutely not? Zero fun, sir. All right. <laughs> I love that I show picked that so much. It felt like what a conversation between me and McCall is no. sometimes. Yes. Fresh off of Would You Rather Wednesday, explain my philosophies and mind-melting questions. Which is it? And McCall responded with, yes. Yes. You sure? Yes. Yeah. No. It's like know. yesterday trying to figure out on uh, uh, Know Your Horn. What do you think it is? I'm going to go with car. But it's raining. Maybe a truck. Well, you just said car. It's a car. I was right. It was a truck. Bravo, McCall. You, you get two dings. That was three. Three dings. <laughs> I figured, I, I thought if I went with something a little I love that show. less quotable, but from uh. a movie I thought you had seen. I'd give you a solid chance. Bravo, you got soul. to it before I even got through all the quotes. Thank you. So this week, McCall passes the IQ test, the I quote test. Yeah. Going to get a lot tougher next week. Crap. AJ and McCall on VFX. Can you give me a hint at what the movie is so I can watch it this week? No. Dang it. No. Okay. I already made it easy on you. I, I made it way too easy, apparently. Oh. <laughs> McCall, you worked in retail. Uh, When it comes to change when it comes to money in general let's Ew. be honest it's it's a Money's hot gross it's a hot button st- that too it's a hot button for a lot of people yes so how do you go about it among strangers probably gonna get a little ugly but among friends because we're getting to the point in time right where we're gonna go back out, maybe, out yeah maybe gonna go out to restaurants right. we're hoping to get lunch right. with listeners going here sooner rather than later right how's that gonna go i don't know as we continue to head Fingers crossed, slowly back to normal. AJ and McCall on VFX. One thing I've noticed, McCall, is, and it's been it's been a recurring theme, I think, on the AJ and McCall show on VFX, is retail workers have caught a lot of flack the last handful of months. Yeah. And so, breaking it down, I think, to some of the simplest transactions that happen between retail workers and also can happen among friends and et cetera. Right, right. How do you deal with uh, something as simple as change? Like getting change or... Forgetting change. Change in general. I throw it sure... in the garbage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I put it in a... I have a little container that I put my change in. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. McCall, that's literally throwing money away. That's literally illegal. Oh, no, I put it in a little <laughs> container. It's fine. I got a jar. Jar change. It's fine. I, my wallet is probably five pounds right now because there's a bunch of change in it right now. I could probably buy like four candy bars. Can I tell you one precisely. of the things? You, you baker, so you probably yeah. have legitimate reason to tell me why I'm wrong in this. One of the things I hate, the biggest scams in the world, is just stupid Coinstar machines. Because I used to, as a kid, used to roll my own change, and that's right. how they used to take it at banks. But then they decided they won't do it anymore. You had to roll it through the Coinstar, but the Coinstar charges you a fee to count right. it. And so... My dad um, used to take me up to counters back. I don't want to run. I don't because I'll lose my money. Right. Um, Scam. It depends on where you go. But I know when I worked at the bank, we would take rolled change. Okay. You're we just had to bank, measure so. it and make sure that it yeah, was the right size lying, and all of that jazz. And it's pretty it is pretty easy because you can like weigh it like, you know, the specific weight it should right. be. So. So, luckily on this subject, a uh, retail worker, the lovely Shauna, was nice enough to give us a little bit of her experience to kind of further drive this home, along with McCall's retail experience. So, Shauna, when you, not you, let's say a coworker, anyone, biffs up and maybe gets the change just a little bit wrong, people generally mean, people generally nice, they understanding, how do they react? No, people are pretty rude. Yeah. Is there one story that sticks out in particular? Well, the recent change on, like, tobacco stuff like that has been they can't buy it till they're 21 right that has been really brutal i People bet pretty mean. 
How do you deal with that? Because that's what gets me like, you have no control over that. You didn't like go to the government and be like, hey, can we up the age on this? But people like get mad at you, right? <laughs> well, I've always worked in retail, so I always just say, I'm just really nice. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Can't do anything about it. It's not worth my job. Have a nice day. Yep. I hate you. I hate I'm you. I'm saying this to a smile. Yeah, there's sometimes they're like, I'm calling your manager. And I'm like, okay, here's his phone number. Here you go. Call. <laughs> Oh, people. They're so dumb. <laughs> so much. Really, really, really brutal. And he told me that I was, like, the worst ever at my job. And, like, he made me cry. But the person behind him in line was like, oh, my gosh. And then they went around the store and bought, like, all these yellow things and gave it to me. And they're like, these are for you to make your day happier. Oh, That person is a hero. And I just want you to know, Shauna, if I ever see someone giving you a bunch of crap, I will punch them in the face. I, I um... <laughs> I will not punch them in the face. Punch I will face. just be very uh, mean verbally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys do it for me because I'm not allowed to. Yes, hundred percent. We got you. Stick up for your cashiers. Yes, I'm living for this. I'll say mean things like, "Your that shoes is. are stupid." Well, the thing is, how much? How much better do you think people would act? Because we start no. something could change. Is something to think about because, like, it, it it's that. People get so mad, and I get it. Money is a big deal. Right. But, like, how much better do you think people would act if no. they knew that there were some repercussions? No. Like, if your cashier could tell you to be like, dude, shut up. No. Which they can't. I don't think that uh, people would act any different. I still just think that uh, this is a deeper issue that I'm, I'm uh, it's very, very philosophical, okay? But what it boils down to is everybody thinks they're more important than everybody else. Yeah. So, uh, still we're still going to keep getting yelled at for for not being able to purchase certain things on certain days of the week. Or Re- Retail work has not had a good stretch of three months on top no. of dealing with what everyone else is also dealing with in a pandemic. So, right. you know. Thanks for being essential, though. Knock it off. Knock off. They didn't I'll do anything. I'll give you a high they, five. They didn't make the mask policy. Nope. They didn't raise the age for tobacco. They had nope. no say whatsoever in any of it. Nope. We just work here. We just want to make money. Facts. Okay? Facts. On the subject of money. We're trying well. to get out of the rat race. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> On the subject is money. What's your policy when it comes to being out with friends and paying because a recent survey I saw said like 99% of people think men should pay on the first date, which I'm not here to debate. That's fine. But what about when you're with friends just going out? Ooh. Beezer lock and key debated date on VFX. So we already found out. Thanks to Shauna retail workers, not treated so nice when it comes to changing. I, I get what? it. When it comes to your money, everybody wants to amass as much as possible. I'm right. on board. And everybody thinks that they're, Money is worth more than anybody else's money and blah, blah, blah. AJ and McCall VFX. But what about money between people you, you know, choose to be around? Friends, family, loved one, cares ones, change, dealing with. So how about something as simple as paying, McCall? Is your attitude towards that change at all as you've gotten older? Mm, no, not really. See, because I feel like when you're in high school... Very limited income, right? Right. So you probably try to go Dutch as much as possible. Keep right. track of every penny. If you happen to pie for something, hey, I bought you this. You, you owe me one. But the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, you get to it when you get to it. If See, I happen to forget, I, it's a meal. I didn't really think. So growing up, I used to have a friend that used to pay for like everything for oh, me. And I was really grateful for her. Like, of course. One of my best friends in the entire world. Um, But like. She never was like, hey, you owe me or anything along those lines. Like, I'd try and pay her back if I could. Yeah, of or, course. You know, it would be like... Decent people. You would. buy, I buy type of a right. situation. I feel like that's kind of similar to how I roll now. I feel like there's a lot of times that it's like... Eh, like, when we used to go out to eat, I feel like it would be like, well, whatever. You know, you buy, I buy. I don't care. doesn't matter. One way or the other. Whatever Not a big deal. Yeah. Depending on how we go. It's easier to get together. I got it. You guys figure it out next time. Yep. Not, we go Dutch. Yep. You know, it, it's it's funny because that's the case for me, even though I had a, uh, a friend that I uh, lived with for a while who, for a long time, just didn't, didn't give me money. I think we lived together for three leases, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And the amount of money they owed me got up eventually to six, seven thousand dollars. 
Hmm. And and I was upset, but I just I don't know. It was one of those things where I found myself in a tough situation because you know they're a good friend and I feel like they were taking advantage, even though they were. But I feel like you're doing it devishly. It was more of a lazy thing. And I just at some I eventually called my parents and I was like, I don't know what to do. And then there was you know a stern talking to, and we sort of got it settled out. But even then, I'm still like, nah. I grab it. If I, we go out to eat, and I get it. No big deal. Not. I don't think anybody, for the most part, unless you're doing like manual labor, it's like your job that you're like hired to do. I feel like most of the time people don't keep like a running tally of like, okay, I got to (laughs) go enter this into my Excel sheet. Okay, you owe me $4,000.92. Like, I don't think anybody really does that. I I tell you, uh, Friends, friends, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think my dynamic friends and family might be different than the rest of Utah. Friends, I would say no. I think friends, especially once you get older, you're like, I have I have enough disposable income. Like, if you, if I buy you a, a lunch and you don't pay me back, it's not going to shatter my budget. Right. I have a family member who is the exact opposite. What, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say Excel sheet or like a note tab in their phone, but they happen to grab the meal. It's up here. They ain't forgetting I got one. I owe them. They happen to lend, if it lend money, whatever. There's a bill or something comes up. This family member, some reason, there's money. It's right here. You know, I understand. Tabs on it. I understand having a uh, respect for money, and I understand like keeping it in a certain compartment in your brain. But at the same time, I also understand that like having a respect for other humans, I feel like is more important. Like if you're going out to lunch with somebody and they expect you to pay, that's one thing. But if you're going out to lunch with somebody and it's like, whatever, no big deal, I'll buy, that means that you don't hold that over anybody's head. That right. is the end of the situation. Yeah. Otherwise, don't offer to buy if you're going to be using it as leverage for something in the future. And in all honesty, it turns me off uh, from wanting, in all honesty, to specifically to anybody, go out with right. that family, especially meals, because like at the end of the day, would I like my 20 bucks back? Yeah, sure. I'm a pretty frugal guy, to be honest with you. Right. But- is the 20 bucks more important than the, the no. relationship? Nah. Of course not. Not really. No. Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today. When it comes to your friends, just out of curiosity, how do you pay? Dutch or you go, I go? 55% said Dutch. Which makes sense. Yeah. No argument. If it's, I get mine, you get yours. Yeah. End of the day, we just go our different ways. <sighs> is that, uh, just out of curiosity, that friend that paid for everything, is that the same friend that had the Kool-Aid house? That friend that yeah. didn't necessarily mm-hmm. pay for like food and stuff. We usually go Dutch, but that was a place we'd usually like. Hey, you know, it's dinner time. Where should we hang out? Always their house because it was like, yeah, their parents aren't going to make a big deal about right. us crashing over there. Right. It was the Kool Aid house. Yeah. Kool Aid house for right. You know, McCall slang, which I learned as well. It's that, that's where everybody hangs yeah, out. It's the house where everybody hung out usually probably because they're more well off, right? Kool Aid house. Just out of curiosity. Speaking of disposable income, McCall, my dad finds himself. Uh, wanting to make a vocational change. Okay. But there's a specific challenge thrown in. And not like the one from Would You Rather Wednesday, like finding your calling. Right. But uh, specific parameters that want to be met that I feel like are tough. Okay. We've got to see if we can find some advice for him. So when it comes to advice on career, I would say at least from a basis, not to take anything away from her, but at least on a beginning of this conversation, no one better to talk to than the McCall Taylor because she's worked a lot of jobs. But She's always listening to podcasts like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, That's Now the Book. the book that I'm reading right now. To about herself. Yeah. So at least when it comes to that Mama's regard. Mama's going to have an un- indis- indisposable income. Crap. You do that. Killing it. McCall, you don't have to know how to say indisposable income to know how to spend it. Duh. Boom. Please, I've been doing that for years. There's my advice (laughs) for you. No, there's no one about to start a conversation. Here's the deal. So let me just initially, let me give a big shout out, especially since Father's Day is coming up this weekend. It's a good time to do so. Surprise, Father's Day is happening on Sunday. My dad sacrificed a lot for me and my brother. And one of the biggest things I think he sacrificed was a career. Okay. He's he's got a college degree, but he put it off for years and years and years because my brother and I came along. And so so, along the way, between the divorce between him and my mom, he had to give up a career choice in terms of making money because of lawsuits and housing right. and paying for us. Right. So I think even he would admit a lot of the jobs he's worked pretty much his whole life really hasn't liked. It's okay. been a paycheck. Okay. So here's the deal. He finds himself with the, this pandemic going on. He was furloughed. Then he was let go. Then he got his job back. But it's at a place. He, he just doesn't want to be there. Okay. So I was talking to him this weekend. So he's trying to find a way to 
find something that at least, maybe not his calling, but at least he wouldn't hate. Because insurance is through my stepmom, so he just needs to make money. Okay. Here's the parameters. And he's pretty open for the most part, but the big parameter is just wants to be his own boss. Great. Started talking about, uh, you know, like uh, being a Uber Eats driver, stuff like that. Sure. Stuff like that. Just so he could just, he could do his own. He controls his own hours, picks his own thing, just makes his money based on that. But oh, what what advice do you have in terms of that one? Because I'm sure I, I had a conversation with the owner of this company last week, yeah. and we were both talking about it. Yeah, the dream for everyone, right, is to either own your own company or be your own boss or both. Right. Everybody wants to get there. Of course. Of a lot course. easier said than done. Hmm. Uh. It's really it's really it difficult is. because I, I was stuck as well. This was my gym advice to him. I said, I used to take surveys when I was unemployed. Right, and you sure. can make you can make some scratch that way. Sure. Yeah, that's great. However, if you want to truly be your own boss, I feel like it's different because, yes, you get to determine your own hours, your own schedule, your own whatever with Uber Eats and stuff, but you're still reporting to somebody else. You're, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't in turn mean, yes, you are the own boss. So I guess you got to like narrow out narrow that down first to figure out how much of your own boss you actually want to be. Do you want to have the responsibility of reporting to somebody else or, you know, following through with somebody else? Or do you want to go through and do some sort of like social media marketing type thing? Because there's that option as well. If you're in the creative realm of things, you can always create content. You can always help other people create content and produce the content for other people. There is... Literally, the sky is the limit. And thank, thanks to the internet, the sky True. is literally the limit. True. You can do anything. You can do anything you want if you want to be your own boss. Like, for example, okay? Like, you. it's really hard because I'm not really sure with your dad what he would like to do. If he wanted to do like a side hustle of collecting sports cards, that would be great. He actually big baseball cards. Because collection. the thing is, is that if he if he collection. you can you can get them, you can flip them. Flipping is huge right now. People are making tons of money that way. Like there's all sorts of side hustles that can be done. You just got to dive in, and you got to be ex- <laughs> you got to be okay if things don't. And I think that's I think that's where he's at. I don't think he's ever been more open to things because that was my advice too. I said off the top of my head, I don't know. Right, but. With the pandemic, especially, a lot of things have transitioned right. that way to people wanting to work from home and stuff like that. Right. So I bet there's options out there. I just think my advice for your dad is do a bunch of stuff, throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, see what sticks, Good and then advice. follow that path. Because no, like really, that. if you're like, well, what happens if if this one would work better? Well, you're never going to freaking know if you don't just if you just sit there and you wonder what would have happened. Well, that just too. do it. You're already unhappy with what you're doing. Right. Are you, are you really going to be that more unhappy if no. you try? At least of course you know. not. You need of to course not. something out. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell him. I had no idea what to tell him. I was like, I got surveys. Yo, uh, I got, I love this kind of stuff. That's why I came to you. Thank you. Actually, while we're on the subject, uh, you know, would you rather Wednesday we do the thought exercises? Here's one for you. Okay. The question is, what were you almost going to be? Uh-huh. And I don't necessarily mean as far as like you were this close to that career, but at some point you thought seriously, I'm going to do this. Yep. What were you almost going to be? Maybe it was something, a career that you got close to and you had to change a heart or something didn't work out, H.J. McCall and VFX, or it's just simply you were convinced for the longest time, this is the path I want to set, this is what I want to be, and then something changed. You realized it wasn't worth the time, you decided that you wanted to do something else. What were you almost going to be? Growing up, I always had the desire to play volleyball in the Olympics. Actual goal. Something I really, 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 really wanted to do. Um, Call was going to be on a Wheaties box. That was the goal. I wanted to. However, looking back, I never, ever committed myself enough to even be close. I mean, even be close to going to college to play volleyball. Like, no, no. I just, I did not have the dedication. Um, but I feel like it's, I feel like that. I'm grateful for the path that I'm on now, honestly, because I don't know that I would have loved that path. But Very disciplined path. It is. 
precisely zero pizza rolls, otter pops, or Mountain Dew. So, no, I I uh, I feel like that that was the I would have I would have loved to do it, but I also did not want to put in the work to do it. Yeah, when I was a kid, math always came easy to me, and I was always convinced I was going to be some sort of scientist. Me too. <laughs> middle school, no. uh, getting into high school, and then and then I realized I just didn't have the focus for it. And another part of it is too, and I I don't know, it's not so much a, a jealousy though. I think I do have a sibling that this is a factor and why they sort of picked their career. But um, my my mom's side of the family is huge. Yeah. So like one of the things I really loved in middle school, especially, was planetary sciences. I have a cousin that is an astronomist. Astronomer? Yes. He studies the planets. Okay. And also scuba dives in his free time and hey, got cool. moved out to the University of Hawaii. So he's, he's doing pretty good. That's pretty cool. But, you know, it, it's not that that would be bad to have someone that has the experience. It would be good to lead the way. But I kind of like the fact that in my mom's huge family and all the different career aspects we have, nobody's done radio before. Yeah, that's cool. Kind of like being able to blaze my own path and figure it out for myself. Yeah, I like that. No, I I, I think about it a lot. I've been been thinking about it a ton recently just with everything going on. I've done a ton of like self-improvement and like reading all of these books and meditating and people make fun of me and it's fine. Go for it. I'm living my best life. But, you know, there was a quote that I saw the other day that actually kind of like stuck with me and it was talking about things that you want to accomplish. And it's... If your dream came to you today because you've always wanted it and your dream came to you today, are you living a life that would allow you to be able to do that dream or would you be overwhelmed? And so that was kind of like a like an eye-opening statement for me because I was like, oh, no. So then I started planning everything out and stuff. But, you know, I, I think back to like playing volleyball and it's like I could not have ever been like, yeah, okay, that's what I want. That's Yeah. What were you almost going to be, Utah's VFX, all social media? And again, it doesn't have to be something that you like we're physically like, oh, almost yeah. were. Maybe you just were convinced for a long time or determined that this was what it was going to be, and it just it didn't go that way. Most, most parents got did a solid yesterday by the AJ and McCall show on VFX, though mostly McCall, because there was a survey done on what is the most annoying character parents have to deal with. Yes. And according to this... Nationwide survey, the answer was Spongebob. However, Eh. as some of our parents weighed in on our post, and McCall informed us that was actually incorrect, the most annoying cartoon, and the worst cartoon for kids (gasps) that parents have to deal with, wasn't even the top ten. Nope. It was this one. I don't know why, but he is anti-authority. He's like a rebel with no reason. Like, where did he come from and who created him? And do they like him in Canada? I feel like on behalf of French Canadians everywhere, I have to apologize for Kai. We will sign a petition to get it removed. Caillou. That was parents against Caillou. And it says a lot when a whole country's like, all right, our bad. We will, uh, we're going to knock that off. So, McCall, if you could just encapsulate real quick, because that was just a short clip with a little bit of Caillou thrown in, mostly parents giving you their perspective that he sucks. What makes Caillou the worst? He's just like a whining little... (laughs) (laughs) He's a terrible example. Worse than Angelica? Angelica's pretty bad, but... More annoying than SpongeBob? Yes. Hands down. Don't get me wrong. He's so whiny. Ugh. Ugh. People are like, McCall, that's just what kids are. Okay, well, they don't need more influence to do that more. <laughs> Jeez. The language gets pretty strong, by the way. <laughs> that was just part of it. Parents Moms do not like pretty, him. Pretty against it. And reasonably so. He's a little, little mean child. So if you see Caillou come up, see... Stupid. Stop that. Ew. C-A-I-L-L-O-U. You see it come up, just do yourself a favor. Ban it. Nope. Ban it. <laughs> nope. And then count your blessings, parents. So, you know, occasionally we have to look out for you on VFX. VFX's Facebook crew let the last thing we leave you with on the AJ and McCall show. So make sure you're friends with AJ Knight McCall Taylor on Facebook because that's where we're pulling from. And McCall, you are picking 
what? I am picking a video from Trey Kennedy that's men versus women in relationships. Um, I love Trey Kennedy. I think he is hilarious. He's a creative genius. Very, very animated. I love it. I just think it's really funny. So <laughs> I uh, pick it from my friend Star. Everyone this summer, I haven't seen you since the plague. <laughs> you can win. <laughs> I like that. Fingers crossed this summer. It might be this fall. Shoot, it's June already, so probably maybe winter. <laughs> June see you 17th at that. The, yeah. <laughs> well, I did see today uh, Hallmark. Happy Christmas. Hallmark is doing a uh, seven, 17 days. I don't know. Sometime in July, they're doing a Christmas movie marathon. So I think they're like, all right, let's just hit the let's just hit the fast forward button. Good job, hit Hallmark. Hit the buzzer and call it a year. Good job, Hallmark. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor at us across all social media, just like Utah's VFX across all social media, especially things like TikTok Tuesday. TikTok Tuesday. Whole of the day. Yep. We're on YouTube. Yep. Plus, it's how you get entered in to win uh, or be considered being the drawing for those Serenoni Blanket giveaways. That's right. Utah's VFX.com, music news, blog news, podcast has its own drop down tab, contests for lunch with listeners, or search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are like iTunes or Spotify. So here's one for you. Yesterday I mentioned that I, I like it's a Midwest thing. I like storms. And we that's storm chasers come to the Midwest. I right. don't think it's smart right. to chase tornadoes, but no. we invented it. So we it happens. It. So somebody called in, was asking about something else, and they told me that they were unhappy with me because they don't like storms. Last night I had to I had to get up to check the whole house, which is like four rooms. But I checked the whole house because it doesn't storm consistently enough in Utah that I didn't know what it sounded like when water drips on the back of my window unit, which is in the bedroom, my air conditioner. Mm-hmm. So it's an old house, and so it would do that, and it sounded like something was creaking. And after like the sixth time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make sure nobody's in the house. Nice. Nope, just water dropping on the air conditioner. Happens. Happens every once in a while. To the best of us, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still love storms, though. Yes. Will not change. Yes. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Please stop licking doorknobs and don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.